Welcome to the Gautrain Talks podcast station, the place to be for all matters related to the Gautrain and how it came to be South Africa's first ever rapid rail link. In studio today, Jacob Rambuda, the Gautrain Management Agency's Senior Manager of Public Transport Integration. He's responsible for, among others, developing and managing transport plans to facilitate integrated feeder and distribution services at Gautrain stations, executing and managing transport projects to enhance accessibility to public transport, developing frameworks, processes and procedures to manage multimodal services at Gautrain stations, developing a long-term strategy for feeder and distribution services that include different modes, and managing transport planning processes and ensuring adherence to statutory requirements. Today he's going to be chatting to us about the Gautrain Partnerships for Public Transport Integration, specifically looking at the Midibus Feeder Distribution Service and the partnership with the South African taxi industry. Jacob, welcome. Let's start with a quick look at your background and your role in the integrated project. Okay, I'm Jacob Rambuda. I'm a senior manager, public transport integration, and work for Houtrain Management Agency. And then just to give a quick background, uh, I have a background in um, geographic information system and also city uh, planning. And then where I've worked at different municipalities, working uh, on city planning and also transport. And then I joined Houtrain in 2014 as a manager, uh, GIS, and then I've been working on transport projects, including the Midibus feed and distribution services. Uh, I then, I was promoted to be a senior manager, public transport integration. And then my role on the project, on this project, is to make sure that I facilitate the integration uh, of the other public transport services uh, with the Houtrain system. And then um, on a daily basis, I manage and coordinate the integration of the Houtrain system and then make sure that the plans of all public transport uh, service providers are integrated. And then also I engage with other public transport stakeholders and to develop strategic transport plans to improve accessibility. Uh, well, how would you say your background prepared you for this role, coming into the role at the GMA? Um, I can say that I've got three different um, degrees that actually, when combined, they make me to be a better transport uh, planner because I've done GIS where you understand the whole um, geographic uh, view, planning and analysis, and then also from the planning side to understand the development uh, trend and and development interventions that have to take place. And wherever there is development or economic growth and development, it then means that there's a need for trans for transport to transport commuters from from point A into point B. Now, given that the Gau train is comprised of the train and the scheduled feeder bus service, what prompted the GMA to to approach and establish the Midibus feeder distribution service in partnership with the taxi industry? Where did it all start? So if you look at uh, Gauteng uh, province as a whole, you realize that we don't have an integrated public transport network. And then Gau train being a backbone it then requires then people to use um, uh, the train as a, as, a, as, a, as a backbone for public transport in the province, which means that more people have to, we, we promote people to use the, 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 the train uh, because of uh, uh, larger capacity, if I can put it that way. Then the challenge, because we don't have integrated tra- tra- public transport network, it then means that people will drive to their station with their own vehicles, which then means that we need to increase capacity in, 
uh, of our parking and all that. So there was that need that let us have uh, feed and distribution services where we can actually pick people where they are and be able to also to distribute people from the station to their destination. So hence, we realized that we need to form a partnership with the taxi industry because they are the current operators at a local level in those areas. So there was a need that we need to engage them and formalize them and contract them to provide a feed and distribution services, which is a scheduled service aligning to the timetable for the train. And when did that all start? When did the GMA realize there was this need and, and, and what was the process in, in getting it initiated and started and, and approaching the taxi industry? So it started in 2011 uh, with the completion of Marlboro Station uh, that was built. And then we realized that at Marlboro, there was no plan for the bus uh, services in the area. And then the this idea came uh, from management to say that we need to um, partner with the taxi industry as sort of like a trial to see if really it can work. Because what was important at that time was that, look, the taxi industry, it's informal, though regulated, but we can say it's not really regulated. And uh, there's no much of government intervention with regard to empowering the, the industry. Then it was... Um, agreed that we need to start the engagements with them. And then we involve a lot of stakeholders, including departments of road and transport. And then that's where we, we began to, 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 to establish this model. And then because we are in a public-private uh, public partnership, we had to engage also a Bombela concession company. And then it was a it was a long engagement, obviously, Quite looking at the risk so. and yes, yes. all that, um, because, you know, the minibus uh, industry is associated with violence and all that. So the, the, the private partner was a little bit skeptical, but then through robust engagements, and then we're able to convince them. And then uh, the model is uh, growing and we are rolling more of these routes. Can you break down some of those the, the stakeholder con- consultations, uh, the brokering, the actual contracting? What was the journey and how did you get to, to, to completion to, to a point where you had an established partnership? So what we have done, because we are guided by the concession agreement that was signed between the provincial government and Bombella Concession Company in um, for the for the for the for the project itself for the Hartrain project. So, what uh, so the the concession agreement it makes provision for actually um, for us from the Hartrain management agency to come up with a variation from the concession if we really want some improvements to be done on the system. So this was also the the the, the, the partnership model. It also fell under that uh, variation uh, procedures where we had to now engage Pombela to say that we would like to roll more uh, of the this integration with the minibus taxi industry. So we, enga- we, we engaged uh, them internally before we could even go out to the taxi industry to check who is the... Um, affected taxi association in the in, in, in the route that we started with in 2011. So there were those ro- robust engagements and then there, are obvi- there were obviously some variation memorandums, documents, legal documents that we have to sign uh, between the concessionaire and also uh, how train management agency. So 
after that, then we're able now to go out jointly to engage with the taxi industry. And then we other uh, documents that we needed to sort of like outline and be clear about, it was the service level agreement, which defined obligations from all the all the partners in this model. I'm curious, what, what was the what was the first reaction from the taxi industry to be approached by by the Khatre Management Agency? There was an excitement, uh, you know, to to be part of the formal public transport system, but uh, obviously they were a little bit skeptical in terms of um, operating a scheduled service because their service is not a scheduled one, and then they it's are used in, to actually, informal, yes. yeah, and they are used to you know receiving cash. Um, on a daily basis and now with this model and then we have our financial uh, assistance that we provide to the industry which they get it after the service has been provided. So there was a little bit of that uh, uncertainty with regard to viability of the model and then but then as we rolled more routes then and with more training and workshops that we had with them so they were able to get a buy-in. As it stands, what are the main elements of the partnership model? How does that actually work between the GMA and the taxi industry? I think what 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 works with uh, with regard to 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 this partnership model, maybe I must just indicate that it's based on the three principles, and the principle was that we need to formalize uh, the minibus taxi industry into a sustainable business. And then also we need to get them to provide a scheduled, uh, safe and reliable public transport system and also to create jobs. So there was an element of job creation. There was an element of formalizing uh, the minibus uh, industry into a sustainable business. We are still with uh, Jacob Rambuda, the Khatre Management Agency's Senior Manager of Public Transport Integration. He's been taking us through the main elements of the Midibus Feeder Distribution Service and the partnership with the taxi industry. Now, Jacob, let's pick things up again and, and start to explore what you believe has worked well with the project and, and what have been some of the challenges with regards to uh, this partnership. So what has worked well with this uh, model is that we managed to convince um the private uh, vehicle users to use our public transport services and actually to use the how train to to go to work and then by that we also sort of like now took vehicles out of the road to reduce congestion that we're experiencing in Gauteng on a daily basis on our highways so that people can use the the, the, the public transport and then most importantly by doing that we sort of like impacted on carbon redu- reduction of um, or, or that, that is that comes from the vehicles. And then what also has worked well is the economic impact that this model had because what we have done is that we have actually provide employment for people, for drivers and so admin. People are working on this model and then we sort of like make sure that we pay them over like a minimum wage to make sure that, you know, they're able to to provide support to their families. And then again, I mean, um, I can mention the social responsibility. I mean, it's the same as the economic one where we were able to create jobs and we have women who are also drivers and then we have youth who are also, you know, uh, part of this model. So we are making 
um, impact on the lives of ordinary people. And you've obviously seen it uh, in the parking at the stations as well. There have obviously been significant, um, you wouldn't call it headcount, but number of cars uh, in the parking lot as well. Yes, in, in, in other stations where we have introduced these uh, services, there's been reduction in the usage of parking. I mean, uh, Marlboro is one of the best examples that I can give where we used to have uh, the whole basement uh, parking full, but since we introduced um, the routes because we have covered almost like 360 degrees all the areas around the station. So we only have less than very few vehicles actually left. And I imagine you have a, you have a happy customer if you think about the, the, the consumer or the passenger themselves using the Khautra and the fact that you have the scheduled uh, taxi system, integrated system, means that the, the consumer or the passenger has a almost seamless experience from right from, from leaving home to, to arriving at work and, and, and the journey back. Yes, that's true. Um, just as a, as a follow-up to that, what do you feel the lessons that have been learned in implementing this, uh, this MFDS partnership? With regard to the lessons, I mean, there are a lot of lessons that I can mention that we have, we have learned um, with regard to to this uh, partnership model. Um, the most important um, lesson that we have learned is that we, we ventured into this model with a lot of uncertainty, looking at the, how the, the, the industry operates um, in South Africa with regard to issues around violence and all that. We were also like scared and that no one has ever done this in the whole country, and but it's then, pretty brave. Yeah, and then we we were brave enough, uh, but obviously it was because we we really had robust engagement internally, so that when we go and approach the industry, you know, we have unified, I mean, objective, and then we know exactly what we want to achieve, and then when we approach them, there was actually a buy-in. So for us, I mean, that was, a, you know, a groundbreaking, if, you, if I can put it that way. So perhaps one of the lessons learned that, uh, you know, once the issue was raised, it was, it was properly interrogated internally uh, in terms of your, your processes, your, your agreements, the, the concessionaire, you looked at it from every angle, and then you went out and, and attempted the partnership. Yes, 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 that's true. Now, Jacob, do you, do you think that this is the sort of thinking that, that, that perhaps South Africa needs more of, you know, looking at, at potential solutions that, 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 can, that can change perhaps how people move around, which ultimately can impact uh, down the line on, on the economy and how people operate, spend their time during a day and, and, and be more efficient? Yes, I, I, I believe that uh, as a country, we need to look onto uh, actually having partnership, this kind of partnership, especially looking at uh, all the public um, transport service providers, I mean, including the cities, they've got their BRT system. But then without feeding into uh, the BRT system, uh, having a mode that is feeding, then it becomes difficult. And looking at our um, the whole uh, special, I mean, um, Special landscape of our yes. of, of our settlements and all that we uh, we we sort of like um, South Africa and most of our cities we we don't really have high density residential developments or nodes then. If then the, this is the case, it then means you need to have a feeder because even though you we have, um, for instance, the BRT. Uh, station is there, but then if it's on a low residential density, then it means that people will have to walk 
long distance to get to the station. But if you have a feeder you know, uh, to address the first and last mile uh, problem that past potential passengers will have, then you need to introduce um, other modes to feed into that. It can be in a form of a minibus like the ones that we're doing at how train, or it can be in a form of a bicycle uh, scheme. And then we can introduce other modes like meter taxi to actually complement all these existing public transport uh, services to ensure that it's uh, integrated. So there's a need, and then I believe it's urgent. From the hardware side, we are looking now uh, forward into actually integrating also the meter taxi um, industry. Because you can't have these modes of transport operating in isolation. Like you said, if there isn't thought given as to how, like you said, you solve that last mile problem. Um, yes. But that's obviously a challenge if, if, if there are different parties operating different modes of transport. How do you get everyone together on the same page and pulling in the same direction? <laughs> it, it, it is a difficult one, but through obviously structured engagements, I mean, uh, with uh, all the partners in public transport uh, within the city region, I believe that it is possible. So there has to be some um, coordination and then um, to manage all the, the, the plans, because now we will have how train, we are doing our own thing, City of Job, they are doing their own planning in terms of public transport. So we need to have sort of like a platform where we make sure that all our plans are integrated. Then we won't have any problem moving forward. We can address public transport challenges that we have in the province. Now, Jacob, there's, there's obviously been plenty that has worked with the system with regards to the MFDS partnership uh, as the GMA has received a number of awards in recognition of it. Uh, what do these awards mean to someone like yourself working on the project? So these awards, they mean a lot to us. I mean, um, they mean that we are, we are people on the move and then we are moving and we, we were recognized uh, in the global arena in terms of um, our model or our the project that we are rolling out here uh, in Houghton province. So it means a lot. It means that we are on the right track and then uh, we are promoting the use of public transport um, services. And then uh, according to me, I mean, that's, that's sort of like it makes us proud to really take people out of their private vehicles to uh, public transport. Now, lastly, going forward, does the GMA have any other plans to, to further integrate its system, further to what we, we were discussing earlier? Yes, we have um, plans to roll more of this partnership model. We are busy engaging with um, the minibus taxi industry at various stations. Obviously, we are doing this in partnership with the Houting Public Department of Roads and Transport. Um, then we'll be rolling more of these minibus uh, services at our stations. And just to give an example, the, the immediate ones, it will be from Park Station and uh, going to Ogden and Gilview and Sedenur. So we're trying to unlock the south because we have realized there's a market for that. And we have done actually demand survey using our um, our online system, and then the number does warrant that we need to provide service to unlock the south. So we will be rolling more routes at Santan and also Rosebank, Midrand, Centurion, and Hatfield. 
Exciting times for the GMA. Well, Jacob, uh, thank you for your time and your input. We value your insight and learnings from the Gautrain project. You've been listening to Jacob Rambuda, the Gautrain Management Agency's Senior Manager of Public Transport Integration, taking us through the main elements of the Midibus feeder distribution service and the partnership with the local taxi industry. To listen to this and other interviews about the Gautrain, please tune in to our podcasts at Gautrain Talk Station. You can also access further material on our website. That's www www.gautrain.co.za or follow us on Twitter.